You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the last episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Sad face. I know, sad face. So called sad face. And They Lived. I'm your host, Jackie Borowski. With me is Keaton. Hi, you guys. And Marissa. Hello, everyone. All of us sporting a little red. Yeah, we little are red. a little red. Yeah. In honor of Wonderland? Question mark? Red Queen. Red Queen. Okay. I know you hate her, but I love uh, her. <laughs> Would you say long live Red Queen? I would say long live the Red Queen. I'd say hail to the no. <laughs> <laughs> she's not the Red Queen anymore. But we'll discuss that. They tried like multiple times queen. to get rid of her. And she's <laughs> Right. Um, so we start the episode off with, uh, it's, it's a direct link to the last episode. So they're, they're destroying the laws of magic as we speak. And the entire time, by the way, I looked through my notes today and they were hilarious to me. I don't know if you guys will find them funny, but... <laughs> The first thing I wrote was, Jafar's blowout is unbound by the laws of magic. <laughs> his blowout was, like, especially blowouty, And I was like, is this, are they, like, updoing his hair because, like, the magic is blowing his hair out more? It's a finale, man. Go big or go I home. I know, right? <laughs> so, and that stands for hair terms as well. Exactly. Exactly. Jafar will not, his hair will not be unbound by the laws of magic. Absolutely not. Um. Remember when he had a jerry curl? I'm just, yes! I just, that's all to remember what that looked like Aww. because just Google it because that jerry curl was just. Let's reminisce. That so, so long it ago. It does seem so long oh, ago. It's amazing. Since this is the last episode, we will say farewell to the jerry curl. <sighs> Jafar's nice, jerry nice curl. Nice to reminisce. It is nice to reminisce. <laughs> um, so they they break the laws of magic, basically, and the two most powerful magicians, magicians, sorcerers. sorcerers Whatever. <laughs> what is the difference between a magician and a sorcerer? Magicians aren't really magic. It's more of illusions that oh. they create. Where sorcerers, sorcerers I feel like, actually deal magic with people. magic. Got Same it. with similar to wizards, yes. witches. I don't know. It just depends on what story you're reading. To, <laughs> determines on... I feel like sorcerers had... The, the title itself has more gravitas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like more of like a thing you study. Like It's a... It's an art. It it's is a an profession. art. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. Fans tweeted us right on YouTube what you think about the difference between not <laughs> not that this is entirely relevant, but um, he and Amara are now the two most powerful sorcerers um, in in Wonderland, in the land, in, in the all lands. of the lands. See, and then my second question was, how does this event affect once? Regular ones. So if you, if there is a possibility, if some, what if someone in regular ones finds out that there's a possibility of destroying the laws of magic? Well, and, and I thought the same exact thing because, you know, this is something that obviously Regina 
has she has had issues with the laws of magic because of like you know people close to her dying she's always wanted to be loved especially by henry at some points and you know and so she's always wanted to break those laws and because she hasn't been able to she's done other things to kind of bend the laws Mm -hmm. a little bit um but I would feel like any magical being, whether especially like someone like Rumple, like the Dark One, whether it's Cora, Regina, any of those people would have felt a little bit of almost like in the Force. Yes. I don't know, a little <laughs> bit of like something's up, like a power shift. Yeah, yeah with with time. the Force, um, like the Force is not as strong with this. One. I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. I I really want to know the timeline of how this correlates with once because I would be very curious to see. If they did have any repercussions um, on their end. The last thing I want to talk about today, like at the very end, is timeline. Like this timeline, and I know there were, I I listened to um, the episode with Marissa and Tiana last week. And I agree that the timeline is very confusing. Mm -hmm. Like they, we've, we've established that in certain instances we're like, okay, this correlates with the last season of once because of Cinderella's not being pregnant and the and the curse being broken and XYZ. But then there are some things within just the timeline of Wonderland where you're like, I don't understand how this syncs up or works mm-hmm. or anything. So um, we'll discuss that. Well, they, they did this, when we get more into that, they did a similar thing with Lost. Lost had sideways times, forwards times, backwards times. They had all these, like, I feel like once upon a time there's the different lands mm-hmm. where Lost did, like, the different time period i don't know like like the the different presents i guess i don't mm-hmm. i think that's just what they enjoy doing and then and they're kind of like you're gonna follow us along for the ride anyway we'll try to explain it at the end but if we don't you'll still have a good time <laughs> <laughs> so jafar um now that he is invincible and the jabberwocky says he has no fear there's no fear left to smell so he's just going to go about his life willy-nilly and do whatever he wants so he starts what i like to call the era of jafar doing whatever the crap he wants he's always done whatever the crap he i wants. know but now, but it's now like, he actually can but do, like yeah. no one can stop him yeah now. yeah no one can stop him so he has no qualms so he makes his father love him and then okay this goes back to me continually saying jafar is the most evil bad guy that any once upon a time has ever had he really is He's really, to me, the most evil bad guy ever because he has no. There's no for him like when you see a rumple or a he doesn't have an Achilles Cora. heel. Yeah, there is none. And other than his father, really. But his father, he was just like all he wanted to do was kill his father. Even Regina and, and uh, Cora didn't want to kill each other. Sort yeah. of. No, no, they didn't. I, I I feel like Cora is pretty scary too. Cora is really Cora scary. is yeah. Just because Cora's she, probably the she's other so person. manipulative. Yeah. And Jafar, though, so he, along with his, like, along with his um, pattern of killing people willy-nilly, he makes his father fall in love with him. And then, like, two seconds later, he's like, so now I want you to see how it feels like to be killed by someone you love. And then he basically drowns his father, just like he was drowned. Yeah. That was quite the scary death. I mean, were you surprised that um, the way he was going to kill him was like that? I was like, whoa. I was pleasantly whoa, surprised that Jafar is enough of an evil genius mastermind that he had put all these pieces into place to kill his father exactly and make him feel exactly how he felt. I thought that was really interesting. I, I would agree with you. 
I I think if you knew, I I had a feeling in the end the father was going to die. There was no point, like, I don't, I didn't see any happily ever after for Jafar's father. He was an evil man, too, back in the day. So, like, you know, there wasn't much sympathy from the audience for him either. And, yes, I thought that was very clever that they, they, he basically killed his father in the same way that his father killed him. I thought the father's death and how Jafar just dealt with, because we've, he's gone all season to acquire the, the genies to acquire the magic to break the rules and then it all went down in two minutes i thought that was really fast and kind of anticlimactic mm-hmm. yeah um well you know because i he killed his father and the credits are still rolling it, it <laughs> is fast but i think it for me this correlates with jafar's character because jafar doesn't really like to draw things out he's a man of action he's mm-hmm. a no like the only thing he's been waiting for this whole time is to kill his father in the way that his father tried to kill him. So he's like, okay, now I have that moment. I want to savor it, you know? So, uh, or I want not necessarily to savor it. I'm sorry. I have that moment. I want to seize it. That's how Jafar is to me. Mm -hmm. He's like a seize the moment kind of guy. And so then it turns out he, uh, he brings back Anastasia and for like, 2.2 2.2 seconds, Will is like, oh, Jafar, you did something so nice to me. I really appreciate it. But um, really, he just made Anastasia fall in love with him, Vom, too. Vom in the mouth. Like, was... Like, and I and I honestly... Uh, the man who plays Jafar, Nassim, I think he's a very, very good-looking man. I really do. I, I would make out he, with him. When he played Saeed, I wanted, I wanted some Saeed in my life, like, all the time. But I've just hated Jafar and been so disgusted with the character Jafar. As soon as she they started making out, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't watch!" Like I almost like turned away and like cringing. Like it just really grossed me out. I, it, I, was... I gotta admit, it was uncomfortable, but I think it also reflected what was supposed to be going on. They're not supposed to be together, therefore it didn't feel right. So yeah. I think they cleverly showed that on screen that you know the audience knows that they're not supposed to be together. Yeah, right. it is a forced situation the force i was kind of jealous because i wanted to be making out with him myself so <laughs> there was that issue but um it's always creepy to me when people manipulate other people like that's the one of the highest levels of creepiness is to take away someone's free will i mean mm-hmm. like yeah you can torture someone or whatever but you just took away a person's free will that's horrifying oh and like and then doing it right in front of will yeah like oh my god it just broke my heart that that was a low blow yes but the the way that anastasia was acting i was like you can definitely tell she's influenced she's she seems like she's brainwashed right now mm-hmm. that it She's didn't seem yes like the, it yeah. didn't seem like the Anastasia even it didn't see it only a couple little things about her actually reminded me of either of the Anastasias we saw throughout the season like the first Anastasia being the evil queen like no holds bar wanting to defeat Jafar second Anastasia being like the one who just wants Will to love her like wants to get Will I didn't see either of them, and that's what I think what you're picking up on is the brainwash. It was just, like, something is, off, like, very, very off. It almost mm-hmm. – she's not even the same person anymore. I didn't know if it was because they brought her back to life, and, like, that has an effect on when you bring people back to life, but it was – it yeah. Well, it, we, we – I mean, bring going back to that, because in Once Upon a Time, when Daniel was resurrected, he wasn't the same yeah, person. Right? Yeah, So it could have been the same way a little bit, but then I also think it was just really the influence of Jafar's magic. 
that's completely she's gone. Yeah. But that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, why didn't, why didn't, um, okay, obviously Jafar can bring her back into a hole because, uh, because he has defied the laws of magic. But we also know that the, that water with the ring grudge girl. Mix. Yeah, the water with the... The scariest thing I've ever seen on television. She is one of my favorites. She... Love her. No, like, when I say she terrifies me, like, like whoever decided that look and that direction to go with her, holy crap, because I can't watch these episodes with her at night because she scares me so much. It just terrifies me. (laughs) And that Um, is how you should do a bad guy. That is how how a bad bad guy guy. should be done. I think they should cross her character over with once because she does come from water. There's the... There's the well. She can go anywhere. To Lake Nostos. Yeah, the water is a transient property. It can go anywhere. Well, they've said, like, the water has been, is in Wonderland and it's in Agrabah. So yeah. you know it can go anywhere. Um, and apparently, and I'm like, why doesn't Regina know about this? Because if you drink from that water, then you can successfully bring people back from the dead. As opposed to when Regina brought her boyfriend back from the dead and he was a hot, messed up situation. Ooh. Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, why? Why didn't Regina know about this water? She could have had, or the, I'm sure there's consequences with it, as always. But, and I think that's where this show kind of, like, kind of kitty cornered itself because there are all these questions that it has arisen now because we know that they're the same. It's similar worlds to Once Upon a Time. And it's so, like, now all these questions they have left unanswered on this show that is now done, I want them to answer it in once. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it, it, it brings up all those questions about each character. Like, did they know about this? Why didn't they do this? Did it, like, they've kind of have this whole other universe now that they need to with other answer rules. to the fans and with yeah. other rules that I'm just like, wait, that doesn't make sense with this one, but you're saying they're one and the same, and I want you to, to fix that. Yes, the princi- because when you the kill people... The principles are there, the rules are different, mm-hmm. and it's just, I think it's the difference between the different realms, which I think once does a great job distinguishing the two, mm-hmm. even though there are a lot of questions. I disagree, because if you have set this water up to be available in any realm, mm-hmm. why didn't anybody know about it? Why? Especially Rumpel. people didn't know. But, like, Rumpel is, like... The dark one knows all. Even, I mean, you're like the forces that they have dealt with on Once Upon a Time, whether it's Peter Pan, Rumple, um, now the Wicked Witch, Cora, and the evil and the evil queen. Like those are five of the most powerful magical creatures ever in this world, and none of them know about this magical. I mean, but Jafar didn't know about it either. That's true. Yeah. So, but in fairness. Also, if you think about it, all the realms have different types of water. And even Neverland had the, the water that you're not supposed to drink from because if you drink from it or you take it off the island, you're going to die. You're destined mm-hmm. to die. So, like, all these realms have different rules for the water. And this is just Wonderland's version. I really want to see uh, Ursula come, like, something with her connection with the, with the Nyx. Like... In once, because I want to see more Ursula. Let's go underwater yes. this season for once. Don't don't go to Wizard of Oz or the Ozland. Go to underwater and go to like under the sea. Yeah, under go the under sea. the sea. Ba-da-da, We'd like to see ba-da-da, that. Ba-da-da. I don't know how they would do that successfully. But no, I know. <laughs> I'm of course I'm joking. It would look like that weird SNL episode when Osama bin Laden falls in the water. Um, <laughs> what? 
Tangent. <laughs> Tangent. That happened. Um, so uh, I can't. Jafar, the Red Queen. So much. Oh yeah. Okay. So still back in Jafar's story, which is the I want to get through his story first. He um, he also runs into this into the basement, which the dungeon basement situation, um, which. I'm like, why? Before I didn't realize it, but then it looked kind of like the Pirates Ride dungeons to me. Now that there's like weird lighting on it and everything, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Um, and then he finds a Jabberwocky and takes the Vorpal Blade and just stabs her to the wall and then leaves her. Is anybody else feeling cheated by this end to the Jabberwocky? Yes! yes. <laughs> I am so cheated. I'm like, that's it? Really? Right? And then fade to black. That right? And that was all we saw the Jabberwocky. That was it. The end. The end. No real conclusion to her story. And I felt like last week the Jabberwocky became so interesting. Yeah. I was so intrigued by, like, her backstory and how she became the Jabberwocky and, like, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, ah. Uh. But, you know, they only had one episode left. But because he has her against that wall, that means she could potentially come into once. Right. Which I don't really think they will do, but no. Yeah, I just wanted her character, and I know that they had a limited amount of time for her, but she, the time that she was on screen, she displayed the fact that she has power over people's fears, and she manipulates them. And then when it came to the point where Jafar had no fears, like she was pretty much pointless. Mm -hmm. But I wanted her to really mess with everyone else's fears. Alice, like I wanted her to be part of this whole big show showdown between Alice and all of them, like part of the war. And yet she was pinned to the wall. Yeah. I wanted I wanted her to go on to Alice's side and find a way to because obviously Jafar like burned her, and she knew Jafar was going to screw her over too. So that's also like I'm like the Jabberwocky seemed like a little smarter to me than this, right? Like I feel like she would have like pieced out before Jafar would have right. had a chance to do this. Yeah, but. and I thought. I think I made a prediction prediction that the Jabberwocky would help aid in the taking down of Jafar, and clearly that wasn't the case. Nope. Mm -mm. She... No, it was really it was a really weird end to the Jabberwocky movie. Yeah. I was like, wait, that was it? The big we're scary done? Jabberwocky. Yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. and we're done. Okay, moving on <laughs> to Zombie Army. Oh, zombie. That was actually my favorite part of this whole episode, was that Jafar is just like, meh, now that I can raise the dead... I'm going to go raise a zombie army. And I was like, yeah, you go with your bad self. I didn't like, I did not like that the zombies didn't look like zombies. They just looked like, like people that just came out of like, they, they did. Didn't. When you looked up close, they had some like messed up like scars and makeup yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but I'm not, so I'm not going close to my TV, like being like, yeah. where's the zombie? Yeah. It was so dark at night that I feel like those makeup details just got, you know, overlooked. But, mm. So, anyway, he raises the zombie <laughs> army um, to try and win over Wonderland. And I, I'm i listening to this speech, and I'm like, really, you don't have to make a speech because, like, you they technically have to do anything you say because you're their, like, master. But he makes this speech, like, this rousing, like, come follow me speech. And I'm like, that was just completely unnecessary. Let's go take down Wonderland. But the way that they showed it, because... Five minutes later, Alice makes the kind of exact same rally speech to her people to Alice go save looking, Wonderland. She's looking very Joan of Arky. I, no. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But so Jafar's pep talk compared to Alice's pep talk, it shows that they're kind of equal right now. Yes. But so I think it was actually kind of cool how they both had the different versions yeah. of, let's go get them. 
I just still, I think what was the hardest thing for me to get over with this is what is Jafar, like, what is he going to do? Like, obviously he says, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, but really, Jafar, what, what are you going to do? Like, after all this, like, what, you just going to keep killing? I don't know. I just, I didn't get a good enough grasp of his character to understand, like, the, like, why he's continuing to lash out against everyone. Yeah, and you know, I thought so too. I'm like, Jafar, you have all the powers. You're the most powerful person. No one's going to fight you. So why build an army just to take down the only place that you can actually rule? Yeah. I don't think I for me, the way I read that was he wasn't he wasn't trying to completely like he wasn't chaos and anarchy. He wasn't like trying to destroy it. He was just trying to own it for himself. And I think um so we see him capture Alice and and Alice brings up the point while she's captured that she's like, you you have done all these things, but you will never have anyone really love you. You'll never know what that's like. And I think that that sums up his whole problem. It's like he keeps trying to get all these things that he thinks will mean something at some point. Like if I have all this magic and if I kill my dad and if I accomplish this, then I'll finally have something. But it doesn't. In the end, it doesn't mean anything. If yeah. you've never had yeah. anyone love you, it doesn't mean anything. Well, it's, it's fake. And that, and it's fake. It's forced. It's not genuine. And that correlates with the overarching theme of just love, which is what this... I mean, when I remember when the promos for the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland came out, it was all about love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, love will conquer all, and she will find her true love, and you will never forget who your true love... Love, 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 love. And so it, it does... When, when you bring up that point, it does make sense to have, you know kind of Jafar being the antagonist of the whole love theme because he has never had love, will never have love. Even though the Amara storyline confused me because I felt like she loved him, but I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? That, that's why I'm just like, the, there's these little holes. And everyone ages but her. I'm so confused. She's a sorceress. That's true. But so, maybe that water was also part fountain of Yeah, that's what I, I, that's what I thought too. I, so then, let them go to Treasure Island for their next film. That would be awesome. I want them to go to Narnia. Yes. Oh, it's always winter. Always winter and never Christmas. I want yes. them to go to Westeros. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Talk about really another terrible hot mess. I would, I would love them to run into the Lannisters. Oh, my God. <laughs> Red weddings all around. Um, so so uh, he's captured. I, I also love how Jafar, the the biggest bad that ever batted captures Alice and basically Alice kind of talks him out of changing her past. Like, and he keeps getting distracted. Yeah. I put up finger quotes for distracted because he wasn't really distracted, but he kept being like, I'm going to change your past. So you never knew Cyrus, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's fine. We'll still love each other no matter what. And then Jafar's like, Oh, there's a tree. I forgot. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, (laughs) he's so randomly weirdly distracted at that point. I'm like, this doesn't read to me as Jafar because normally Jafar would just do the thing that's bad. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he so... He's got so much magic going on in his head, he can't handle it. Right? Mm -hmm. Or something. So that just never panned out, which I was like, uh, well, obviously they don't have any other episodes to make it pan out. But still, I was very confused as to him bringing up that threat and then just not using it. Um, It was like they were just trying to remind the audience that there were three laws of magic. I'm like, no, we got that. You didn't have to remind us. You've said it the last four episodes. Yeah. yeah. No, and, we're, we're and okay. to make Alice say the say the three laws out loud. Right. right. Yeah. That was like, the writers might have gotten. I know. I was like, what is this weird rehearsing of the laws? You don't need this. And then it just makes Jafar, like, 
who has been the baddest bad ever, like completely not believable in this mo in this particular moment. Yeah, You're just like this is a very odd moment for him. But anyway, so um, skip a few scenes because we're gonna go we're gonna go back to all of our good guy storyline uh, in a minute. Let's get the baddie out of the way. Let's get the baddie mm -hmm. out of the way. So they Jafar um, finds out that they're going to the well to return the water. So he goes to get the water. He grabs it. Um, but he grabs it as Cyrus had been returning it to, uh, Ringrudge. And, um, the next. and so Alice points out, like, as he's, like, model, as Jafar's, like, monologuing and they're trying to, like, kill people, uh, <laughs> points out, hey, you stole the water from the Knicks, or Mix, Knicks? Knicks. I don't even remember that name. And I think it's because why? as I'm watching it, I'm so ingrained in my head, I'm like, Ringrudge. Ring grudge. That's what you are. Um, so he, she, Alice points out to Jafar, you stole the water, so it's not mine that you, not, not me that you stole it from, so you have to answer to her. And so she basically is, like, makes him into a genie, which I think is completely fitting. I think that's fitting, too. Because Absolutely. now he'll live for a long time with his, really, he's, he's under the command of someone else now. And that means... He can come back. Yeah. I would love to, I would honestly love to see Jafar as like sullen, angry genie. <laughs> I want to see Jafar as Will's sullen, angry yes. genie. <laughs> that would be it amazing. comes full circle. Yes. Never had a friend like me. Woo! <laughs> so on to our good guys. Our good guys, um, Cyrus is dead, dying. I, I didn't really understand that situation. Cyrus was dead. Was he dead for was sure? Dead? I thought he was because, and this is this is what confused me because I, I honestly I did think he was dead, and then I was like, well, then why when Amara died, why didn't he die? Because when Jafar lost like his powers, he, like um, or the Red Queen died again. It's like so it's like everything he had done became undone. So it's very confused as to why Cyrus, who I believe was dead at the end of last episode, did not die again. See, I... It was Maybe interesting... Maybe he wasn't dead. Because the way I read it is he was in the process of dying. Mm -hmm. But I... That, again, I was like, I'm not sure how to read this because at the end of the last episode, I was like, okay. And then coming into this episode, I was like, he seems, like, struggling at some points and then some points he just seemed dead. Like, when they dropped him off with the bunnies, <laughs> he just seemed dead. He was I, dead I with I feel the like he was just passed out. Okay. Passed out. I'll go with but that. He I got mean, he was stabbed. injured to the point where he passed out. He got stabbed in the heart with a piece of glass. That is true. That's why I, I still want to say he was dead. <laughs> I thought it was on the other side of his chest. It, like, he missed the heart, but it was on his right side, not his left. I don't I know. Can't, I feel I like can't he was remember dead. distinctly. So they're regardless, in, he he's not dead. So in, they're I in the bunny house, and out. this whole scene is happening in the bunny house. And I'm watching the Whoopi Goldberg bunny. Yes, it's not like it. Like my my boyfriend like walked in and he's like, "Is that Whoopi Goldberg?" And I was like, "Yep, <laughs> yep." So the Whoopi Goldberg's bunny bunny. Don't put lipstick on a bunny. It doesn't look right. Her <laughs> lipstick, because of the way the bunny's mouth is, I'm like, why does the Whoopi Goldberg bunny have lipstick up her nose? <laughs> And it was throughout the whole episode. And I'm like, out of all the things that could bother me, the, the CGI bunny's lipstick was like my sticking point. I was like, stop that. <laughs> Don't that. put lipstick on that bunny. It doesn't look right. I it's just, not even. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, with the lipstick, I can understand that. I just feel bad that they didn't really use 
that rabbit more. I mean, yes. you have freaking Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Use it, make her character really cool. And yes. but I her mean, character see, was cool, but she needed yeah, to be in it. Yeah, we see the white rabbit here and there all throughout the season. But like, let's let's see the the woman rabbit. You know. Well, yeah. and the thing is, I, th- I think it just came down to probably price, budget. Price budget. Because yeah. like even that rabbit, the CGI for that rabbit did not look nearly yeah. as good as the CGI for the white rabbit. Right. Yeah. But she could have she could have been a part of the whole helping. Uh, process of trying to get you far she could have been part of the whole plan to like throughout this whole chaos thing she she could they could have used her more she could have helped with Mm -hmm. alice and cyrus when they needed when they almost died several occasions just like there were more moments where they could have used her i agree yeah and then did anybody notice that so there um amara's reviving her son and in the background uh the white rabbit is just grumpily being like, oh, someone's blood is here and someone's blood is there and someone's liver and spleen fell out over here. And I oh, was... Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, no. So funny. That was funny. It was so funny. He's like ranting in the corner because he's just mad that Alice had thrown a bloody body on his floor and he's like, <laughs> we have to clean the carpet. And he's like, this happens to me all the time though. And then he, he was having some sort of side rant that I was like, this side rant is amazing. I, I thought uh, it was funny. I think it was just like... A little jab that okay, they're they're almost dying again. We're gonna bring them here and help them. Yeah, right. This t- tends to be the place where everyone comes to. I I I respect shows that can laugh at their own logic because yeah. if you're going to do something silly like that, you're going to have someone continually coming back here to die. At least give the fans a little wink and a nod, which is what they did. Yeah, and I self awareness. I appreciated yeah. that. I I love it when shows do that, and so um. Then, after Cyrus has been revived, Alice comes up with this plan as to how they're going to fix everything. Literally, this plan, like, had everything in it, and I had to rewind it because I was like, she's talking so much, and she just gave, like, 800 directions, and I don't know what just happened. (laughs) It was a very complex plan. I was like, did you think about this for a long-ass time? Yeah, it was more, okay, as our executive producer, Phil Svitek, would say, it was exactly exposition used as ammunition Mm -hmm. so it was explaining everything and then you go do it yeah and and that's what helps drive the plot along and and it's like you use a because you explained everything there you can do quick montage to to show to show her to show everything really quickly yeah so she splits up with uh cyrus and um his mom have been tasked to send the water back she has been tasked to go help she tasked herself really to go help will so but, but before we get, can we talk a little bit about the interaction between Alice and Cyrus's mom? Yeah, father drama, right? <laughs> that was like awkward mother-in-law. Like I don't know. I know. Yeah. I'm Amar. I'm Cyrus's mother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alice was a little bit of a bitch. Like I was like, whoa, honey. Yeah, no, that's her I know son. Like I don't know. I I felt like their chemistry was off, and then like. But then, and then Amara was like, "I approve." I approve to to that Cyrus. Was sweet, I was like, "Okay, that's sweet." But I, still, I, I when do, you get a mother's approval, that's saying something. I do yeah. love how they have to sneak in her approval before she dies. They're like, "We want to, we want to give this blessing before we send her away." <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so Alice, uh, Alice catches up with part of the zombie army, and she starts fighting uh, the zombie army, and I. <laughs> She's basically kidnapped by the zombie army and taken to Jafar's palace. And then 
It was a valiant effort trying to fend them off. She though. was doing a good job. I will give her that. Considering we just recently saw a flashback to the moment where she's never used a sword right. in her life. And now she's leading an yeah. army into a battle. I'm like, all right, Alice, you, you've really grown as a character. I do like Cyrus's logic, though, where he's like, she has no magic. She's defenseless. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, like, it was a she, very she weird hasn't moment. had magic this whole time. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, it's like okay, yes, she's useless. Right you now. you guys all agreed on this plan, and you said it was a good plan. And then like when he runs into the zombie army, he's like, "Oh no, Alice can't fight them because she has no magic." Like, wait, what? What is that? Why are you doubting her? She has no. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> Sorry, blanked. I blanked. So Cyrus uh, has the torch, and he's telling the zombie army, stay back, stay back. And I'm like, at first I'm like, that is, I wrote, stay back is not a good enough warning, Cyrus. <laughs> because then he uses, they, they don't stay back, and then they use that excuse as to, okay, they didn't stay back, so now um, Amara can annihilate them all. And Literally. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, he, and he, his excuse is, oh, well, we warned them. No, you said stay back and you held a stick. You didn't say, uh, if you don't stay back, we're going to violently murder you all back to being dead. I mean, they were all already dead. So, yeah. And they're working for Jafar. I'm, I don't feel like... They're working for Jafar because they have to work for Jafar. No, they don't. They could live happy zombie lives with just Amara because Jaf- I, Well, I know. And just because Jafar brought him back to life, it doesn't... He, it's not like he has their hearts. He doesn't have power over them. They just are deciding to. They're in his debt. Screw debt. <laughs> I some in some in some something in one of those fights there was like an amazing zombie death that I just wrote best zombie death ever. I don't even remember what it, I can like visually remember it, but I don't remember which zombie fight it was in. <laughs> there were several happening. Oh well, what I mean the fact that they just all stabbed themselves. Like, it was just so, like... That was cool, but that was... But it was Amara's cool, but yeah, Amar. It like, wasn't that, though. There was one of the zombies... Oh, it was one of the zombies in the... The, the zombies, the zombies came to Jafar's to Jafar's palace, right? I'm not imagining that. Yeah. And I remember one of the zombies was just like, bonk, 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 bonk. You can't see my hand on iTunes, but it's basically the... Um, Meet Joe Black, hits by a car death. Oh my god, you know what's so funny? Because I just watched that movie like two days ago. Yeah, it's like that death when Meet Joe Black gets hit by a car and he just like bounces around like a ping pong. And and you're like, oh, oh, that was interesting. (laughs) And I was like, that was a very interesting death. He just kind of like clunked around the flat line. Um, And then I, and so now we have, uh, we have this um, scene with, like, the Red Queen and Will and Alice and all the tension and Jafar being distracted. Um, <laughs> f- my first question in this scene, I wrote, what book is the Red Queen, Queen reading? Because she spends, like, most of the time in that scene when Jafar's gone, when Jafar finally leaves to go to the water thing. She's, like, reading this giant well, and book. And you know, you know the real Anastasia never read a book. Right. Like, come on. I'm, like, yeah. so curious. They're, like, and they're really focused on her reading, and I'm, like, she's really interested in this book. I don't she's know brainwashed. what it is. Yeah. I know. And then La, uh, Will, um, Will in in one of his last grandiose speeches, explains, like, what real love is in such a wonderful way. Yes, it was, I love that speech. It was one of my favorite speeches because he was, he's basically 
trying to convince her that she is under a spell because he's like real love is not this easy it's it's fighting and it's forgiveness and it's like sometimes you don't know like why you're there what you're doing it but you're still doing it you know and um days you want to give up but it's worth it yeah it was such a great speech it was i really really and like any again anything um will michael socha anything <laughs> michael socha does anything will says i'm like oh no that was beautiful <laughs> um and then he managed to grab Anastasia through the barrier and kiss her, which I was then like, Bleh. no, <laughs> they're each like, other's true love. Uh, like you made this great speech and then you used it to kiss Anastasia. Well, okay. I got to say that kiss was better than the jail kiss. It was yes. better than the jail kiss, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure anything's better than the jail kiss. That jail kiss. Ooh. I'm pretty sure but... horse poop is better than the jail kiss. <laughs> But, the, okay, did you guys watch the show Charmed? No. At all? No, well, okay. In, in that show, they used this trap, this crystal trap, to trap their demons. And the way they had that barrier trap for Will, it was exactly the same As Charmed. Thing. Yeah, and so that just reminded me of Charmed. And they made that with the with the different um, bottles. The different mm-hmm. bottles, yeah. yeah. But the, the way it... It um it worked and like when you try to get through it and it was exactly like Charmed. yeah I'm like okay I know where you got your idea from <laughs> you can't leave this triangle <laughs> um so Anastasia is back to life and um back in love with Will and um <laughs> and Cyrus Cyrus's mom has sacrificed herself given the ultimate sacrifice which I thought was beautiful I did think that was beautiful I. I liked the Amara character. I did like the Amara I think she was, like, one of my favorites. She was a really good character. Yeah. Um, And I think the way that her arc happened was perfect. Yeah. I think it was great. I love that it's, like, she, you know, she made some bad decisions by teaming up with Jafar, and she basically tells her son, no, this has to happen. I have to do this. And and he, um, he... initially told her a couple scenes earlier like if you lose this if you like return this water you won't have any magic and she's basically like oh well i have to do this and it's so nice it was so nice to see that contrast to like jafar becoming kind of progressively more and more insanely evil and her saying i'll do this thing for the greater for the greater good Mm -hmm. yeah and that was that was her moment of acceptance like well i made my bed Mm -hmm. and like i'm gonna pay for all the things yeah. that i've done and she got hundreds of years more than she was ever supposed right. to get yeah. according to the next and she so. doesn't like a day over 100. looking hot she's looking <laughs> right. hot she's looking like 31 mm-hmm. um so she sacrifices herself and then jafar is bound to the bottle so now everything that happened before that is redone so we have anastasia die again I love shows where I have loved shows where characters died twice. Buffy, Buffy, um, but charmed in two episodes, dying twice back up and then being revived back up against each other. You just hate the Red Queen. That was too much for me. And I like. And here's the other thing: is I I'm not I'm not a big fan of the neatly bow tied up happy ending. I am. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not. And that's actually like I I love Emma's character in once she's one of my favorite ones because her character never gets that happy bow tie ending but as far as we know because and honestly watching this ending i was like this is going to give us a good idea of maybe how once upon a time hopefully a couple years down the road will end which i feel like i mean you can't have a show called once upon a time that doesn't live that doesn't end 
and everybody else still living all lives happily ever after. <laughs> like yeah. maybe not and everyone lives happily ever after, but everybody who survived all this crap that we've brought you through lives happily ever after. They're not gonna they're not gonna end a show like that. And I was happy that they, they stuck to their storybook guns and that's how they ended it. And they gave us even a little bit of an epilogue where they showed Alice with Late, her and Cyrus, years later, years later yeah. with her and Cyrus's little girl and see that Alice actually wrote the book Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Yeah, and I feel like with this show, and, and also, you know, cliffhanger seasons tend to, they do cliffhangers, you know, because yeah. the actors themselves have contracts and they have to go into another year. But I feel with Wonderland, they, they had to end it that way just because they don't know if they were going to have another season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they clearly tied it up with a nice book. Yeah. But... Well, Hey, if we knew they were going to continue the story, then, yeah, they would have ended on a cliffhanger. But knowing, well, us as the honest knowing that it, it was going to end, I'm happy that they ended it like that. Because if we knew there was going to be another season, then, yeah, I'm going to want the cliffhanger. And it gave closure to Alice's character with her family, with Cyrus. With, you know, they everything that she kind of sought out in this, like that this entire show was about of her finding her true love and being with him happily ever after in the end. She fought for that, and she got it. They have their kid. She's back at home. Her family has accepted her now. They accept all the craziness of Wonderland. But but the fact that they showed us the epilogue with just them in it, that gives me hope that we're going to see Will, Anastasia, and, you know, any of those other characters, like Jafar, in the Once Upon a Time story. Yeah. Well, we already know that Michael Soja is confirmed to be on... Regular once. once in season four. Thank God. Awesome. Uh, Ryan, awesome. Ryan, thanks for tweeting that to me. Um, so, because, you know, they so for other fans who watch both, and they killed off Neil, so they, they have an opening for another main character. I just, with that ending, so they, they tied, what was frustrating to me is, you're, I'm watching this ending knowing that Michael Shosha is moving on to Once. So I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me because he and uh, Anastasia become the white king and queen of Wonderland, uh, according to Alice's book. Mm-hmm. And there, there's two problems with that. One, it's like they've tied up his story so neatly. How are they going to pull him over? And it's, so far, it's just him confirmed. And then second, um, they, they have advanced the story far into the future. So you have Alice and them with kids, and they're already married. So are we going to get Will – are we – like, what What happens with this timeline? Yeah, this is the other thing about the timeline that confuses me, especially with Alice's ho- home in London. That is not present day. That is, no, like, the early no. 1900s, late 1800s, like, back in the day type of thing. So my question is – is that like a whole nother land? It is. My friend who works for once said that is like that Victorian London is not our Victorian London. Okay. So it's a separate world Victorian London. Okay. Thanks, friend, for clearing it up for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I, I thought of the same question, too. I was like, if they're just bringing Will over, what's going to happen with Anastasia? Do they break up? Probably not, especially how tonight's episode ended. They're each other's with true love. Yeah, they're together, and, and they're off doing their own thing now. But then you have to take her, take Will away from Anastasia just to be on once. So mm-hmm. Which I'm is what, it was really annoying to me, the way that it's like, 
you're not doing a character justice. Not that I, I, I mean, I really don't like the Red Queen. We all know this. But um, you're also not doing a character justice, though, by it's like killing, reviving, killing, reviving. And then you have now, you have this storyline that you tied up. How are you going to bring him over otherwise? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, they have very many years ahead of them. Will also has a lot of baggage in Storybrooke. And I think it, it would only make sense for him to it, to share that world, and if he doesn't share that world with Anastasia, to go tie up everything he needs to tie up there. And I, as he does that, get mixed up in whatever's going on there at the time um, before he has his full happily ever after with Anastasia. And it's like we already know his future because whatever they're going to have to do in once is like before this future of him being married because like Alice already has a kid in this future like it's that that was way projected in the future at least like eight years yeah my my thing is it might be crossing into predictions territory but because they advanced the storyline in wonderland and we're going to see will and once i'm thinking maybe his first earlier scenes are going to be flashbacks of him and mm-hmm. then somehow they integrate him into the present day mm, i think that might be the way to like bring up the put the timelines yeah. together. yeah yeah and did anyone notice on the chessboard um, in the in the, one of that final the scenes? King the fallen. king has fallen. Oh, the symbolism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was cool. Nice touch. Nice, nice little. Very uh, um, Twilight-esque <laughs> with the chessboard. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I'm and sorry. then they have. That's what it reminded me of. I'm sorry. They, uh, it also irritated me, too, that. Alice goes back, and it's like her family was so crappy to her the whole time, and she goes back and has a wedding in their place. I'm like, wouldn't you pick a future that wasn't tainted by your past? I agree. That that felt a little off to me. I would yes. have thought, because she's like, I'm ready to go home. And it's just like, but your home is Wonderland. I don't know. But, you know, whatever. She, I, I'm glad that she was happy, because she did, I think I had forgotten a little bit that, that her and her father had that closure, yeah. and kind of that reconnection. Yeah. So I'm sure you know, that's what she kind of wanted to go back to because now he accepted her for who she was. And Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I thought. I was like, we did have that episode where the father accepted her. And yeah. hopefully, you know, now she's happy. How weird was it Cyrus. seeing Cyrus not in genie clothes? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Alice as well. Like, that dress was so gorgeous. I loved it. And I, I think the, the genie brothers, or they're not genies anymore, I thought they looked pretty dapper, yeah. too. Yeah, they I wish, dapper. They yeah. were still in Agrabah-type-esque yeah. clothes. I, I wish that we could have seen them more. I know they were, yes. they were brothers, but yeah. I'm sure they have cool stories that they could have told. Of being genies. I mean, Rafi and I forget the other guys raza i want to say but the two brother genies mm. I, I wish we could have seen them more absolutely mm, me too. um also i liked how in the end so the the white rabbit is back and doing the the service after jafar had like literally like threw punted him into the wilderness yeah. i'm like i'm like good to know the rabbit's still alive he's back mm. to do the service okay he wasn't hurt on his like being thrown he was really thrown, too. Oh, he was like, well, and, and the rabbit was, I don't know. The rabbit always is there to save the day, so I can't imagine. The rabbit is also magical, so I don't think a punt is going to do him <laughs> in. <laughs> I just wish I would have, like, I really wished the wedding, like, if they had to have the dad and the stepmom, who's a jerk, attend the wedding, couldn't they have done it in Wonderland? Like, to me, it just seems so weird to have all these characters At, like, stuck, the castle or something. Yeah, yeah, stuck in Victorian London. It was like, this is... 
our our world that we have found interesting and where where Alice and uh, Cyrus found each other was in Wonderland. Like, why wouldn't you just have all the characters there? Yeah. And it also bothered me that Will, I know they were trying to make it funny, but how Will tried to stand up, like, in, oh, during the vows and object. It was, that was weird. And I, I don't know if they were, like, again, kind of doing a ha-ha wink-wink to the camera of, like, we know, we all know that Will and Alice had, like, this strange, like, chemistry and we yes. all thought they were going to hook up in the end. Even that very last that shot of her last... saying, like, Will, wait, don't go. I was like, no, you just got married. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, that can't. Was, and that, that was, was a long hug. Yeah, too. those were definitely not just, like, hey, hey, friend. Those moments were definitely, like, I think, winks to the audience of, like, they're really, really more than good friends. Well, and I, I think that was also a little bit of a, I, I wouldn't call it selfish, but that was kind of a nice thing that the actors got to kind of say goodbye yes. to kind of, because those two had done so many scenes together, and I'm sure it was a... They a, have good that, chemistry. Yeah, and I'm sure they it was a chemistry. very good, like, the show is over, like, it's been great, man, like, you yeah. know, now we're both going to go our separate ways, but it's been it's been fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So the show has been canceled, but they, as we as we know, yes. there are opportunities for the characters to show up on once. Um, any last thoughts? My question is, if the we know the rabbit can travel from realms to realms, if he went to the once world, would he? Would we see? I mean, yes, he would probably still be a rabbit form because he did go to Storybrooke at one point. Yeah, but if we saw the human equivalent of the rabbit, would it be John Lithgow? No, I was I was just wondering like who would the equivalent? But see the the logic. Be. Okay, and again, this comes from my friend who writes for once because I brought up the fact to her that I was like, do you notice that everybody in Storybrooke is wearing their old time Storybrooke clothes and um and uh, Captain Hook is just wearing yes! his Captain Hook. Yes, I, I, I like I wonder that same thing every time I see. Why is he not wearing normal clothes? Here's what she said, and she's like, they. Uh, th- because they were cursed, it's only the cursed people wearing the cursed people clothes. So, so um, Hook was never cursed. Hook was never cursed, and the White Rabbit would never have been cursed. And I, I guess, like, I guess the reason, um, what's her face, uh, the Wicked Witch? Yeah, the Wicked Witch Selena? is changing herself to look like the, the cursed towns members. Mm. So that was the logic behind that. Oh. Because I was like, I was like, I don't get it. Why is I? Not that I mind. Not that I mind. He is hot as a pirate. So but I do really want to see him in like regular right? street clothes. Like throw a leather jacket on him, guys. Like yeah. give him some some nice Put like dark jeans. jeans. Dark How jeans. Ah, oh, and like a tight like t-shirt with a leather <laughs> jacket. Ugh. Give me, some rabbit, give me some like James Dean hook. Like, love it. <laughs> I'm a hooker for life, so. <laughs> Obviously. That <laughs> rabbit him. would probably still be a rabbit, according to that logic. Yeah, no, no, yeah. If he had a human equivalent, who would it be? Like, who would Pongo's equivalent, or human equivalent be? You know, I just think I had that I wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Where is Pongo? I'm also concerned. Oh, well, Pongo's with the. Uh, Oh, Pongo's a dog. Far. Yeah, exactly. But Pongo's the character, uh, the, is the dog of, oh my god, Jimmy's. Yeah. Yeah, it, but we haven't seen him but, in a but long Pongo time. But Pongo haven't. Did he get hurt? What happened to I Pongo? I mean, he is a dog. 
Training with, you know, working with animals is always hard, so we're not going to see Pongo a lot. But if Pongo's character had a human equivalent, sorry, I'm totally going to talk here. I wish I had the button I could press for you. Phil presses it for me every once in a while. I'm like, I'm speculating. Sorry, where a host is getting off topic. Uh, Speculating. I'm like, Phil, don't push that button on me. Um, Okay, then. Is there overall thoughts about the season, ladies? Overall, I thought it was a fun season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like opening up a whole new realm and going somewhere else other than Storybrooke and the Enchanted Forest and stuff. I think it was, you know, building off a story that so many people grew up with, Alice, and then their take on it. I I thought that was really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I was just really excited to see characters, more Disney characters. Yeah. Jafar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I wish we would have gotten Aladdin and Jasmine, but hopefully they're saving them for once. But... I, I agree. I was really I, I enjoyed it, but I'm a huge ones fan and like there were there were plot holes and there were characters that bugged me and like like freaking lizard. I don't even know why you were in the the show. I know. But like but overall I did enjoy having a I, I enjoyed having once twice a week. Like I'm a, such a big once upon a time fan and I and I and Will made it Will and the Will Red is Queen amazing. and Jafar made it all worth it. Jafar I'll miss your blowout. <laughs> and your Jerry Curl, and even though Jerry that was Curl. terrible. But I, I'm glad that at least we got a character, a, a constant character out of this show. Yeah. Onto the regular ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. That's predictions. That's wait, wait. We don't have any. We don't have any. It's done. Some, it's done. That, see, that was my speculation moment Uh-oh. over my prediction. <laughs> I'm. So sad. Um, I'm like really sad. You can find me at one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter at one two three Jackie B all one word on Instagram. Where can they find you guys? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keatonum thirty three. And also, I'm sometimes on. Uh, I'm well, I'm on Nashville and Rain here at After Buzz. And sometimes I get lucky enough to host with Marissa on uh, Once Upon a Time regular yeah yeah you can follow me on twitter and on instagram at serafini tv like keaton says i do the once show you can also follow tiana on Mm -hmm. the once show you can follow her on twitter at the tiana (laughs) so don't forget her and yeah i have a a few shows coming up in the spring and the summer check them out i mean i'm always here at after buzz so i'm not going away even (laughs) though this show is over sad we are not we are not we are not yeah we're here (laughs) yeah Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.